Norm Chow, because we are right in the, the uh, I guess it's the Bermuda Triangle of college football, and who better than talk to Norm at a time like this? Norm, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Exciting time. Looking forward yeah, to tonight. Yeah, you, you, called, you called plays. You're the offensive coordinator at BYU, at USC, at Utah, and BYU <laughs> beats USC in overtime, and now USC has to host Utah. If there was ever a time to talk to you, Norm, this was it. You know people on all of these coaching staffs. How surprised were you that USC got beat in Provo? <laughs> You know, absolutely shocked. I mean, I watched Utah and BYU. I was at actually went to the Stanford USC game, and if I were playing, man, obviously I'm, I'm a Kalani Sitaki fan, but I'd out of it, out of it, USC. And uh, <clears throat> but I, you know, as I as I look back and as I read the papers down here, he they all he all fucks them. You know, he was dropping eight people, my understanding, and then when when a guy has a reputation like that USC guy, the guy with a passing game, you know, they're too daggone stubborn to run the ball. And is he taking heat down here because they, he should he should have been running the football against that eight-man drop. Kalani figured out that they weren't going to get to him because this guy gets rid of the ball very quickly. And so he um, he dropped eight. Now, I think Utah's a different team. Utah's a very uh, aggressive football team with a good front four, so it's going to be fun. It's going to be exciting. But I think, you, I think USC is reeling a little bit. So we saw the kid Slovis as a freshman. He threw three picks against the Cougars. What would you work on him this past week to make sure that that doesn't happen tonight? Well, I'm not so sure it's his fault. You know, you talk football, and, and it's not a hard game to play, right? That, that's what we used to always say as coaches. If they're standing over here, run over there. If they're standing over there, run over here. And if they're dropping eight guys, there's no place to throw the ball. I don't care who you are. <laughs> but if you insist on doing that, you're going to get yourself in trouble. Now, I didn't see the tape. I just read that. and uh, But I would imagine that's what Kalani did, which was a very smart thing to do because he does get rid of the football very quickly. And they have a nice little short passing game, you know. But, if, you know, there's five guys underneath playing defense. There's not much room to throw that short passing game. And if you do, you're going to get walloped for about three or four yards. So that was my understanding. In fact, Helton is defending the, in the papers anyway, Helton is defending the play calling as being something that they wanted to do. But but you got to be able to run the football. And we've said that all along, all the years we've been together, that you have to be able to run the football. And they didn't do that very well. And they have a good running back, a kid from Hawaii, actually. And... Um, you know, they didn't do it. So today's going to be exciting, though, because I think Kyle's a little different now. If he learned from Kalani and watches the tape, obviously, he'll mix his things up. Kyle does a great job on mixing things defensively, you know, come after you one time and drop another time. He'll get them. I'm sure he'll get them. This kid's not bad now. I don't know if you got to see him, but, you know, obviously against an eight-man drop, you know, who's going to look good doing that? So... The problem with USC trying to run the ball, I thought, is that Kyrus Tonga, right in the middle of that defensive line for BYU, he was in USC's backfield way too often. They found it really disruptive, and you can argue that they should have run outside and gotten away from him. Uh, But they averaged less than four yards a carry, and they ran the ball 45 times. Even if you take off four – yeah, you take off the four runs for the quarterback, that's still 41 runs for the three running backs. I thought Stephen Carr was an okay running back, but he had nine carries for 22 yards. So I don't see why USC is going to be able to run the ball on Utah. I don't figure out how they're going to be able to do that. I agree with that. I agree because Utah's front, I thought, was – you know, always been one of their strengths. 
And I, I, I agree with that. I didn't realize they ran the ball that many times. I didn't get to see that game. Uh, but I, I, I just read the papers. And, and, and you're right. You know, the, the, another interesting style of football that we always talked about when we coached was that, you know, you come out early and you run sideways. Tire those big guys down. You know, run wide to the right, run wide to the left, take the quarterback and run him on a boot. And so these guys are going sideways now, and, and they don't like that. Right, they rather you come right at them like that defensive line at, at BYU, like what you just said. So, you know, there's there's so many different thoughts about it all, and and uh, but obviously the, the the coaching plays a big part of it. And just from reading the papers, it sounds like Kalani had about Fox a little bit, which is great stuff, great stuff. We know that Lynn Swan was pushed out, and we know that all the vultures are circling Clay Helton in the SC program. How much do you think that is difficult to overcome? It's hard. It's hard. And, and as much as a coach wants to say, oh, I don't read the papers or all that, all that other stuff, come on now. You're all human. Um, it's, it's really, it's a, it's, it's such a, a, a sad deal because that is a tremendous institution. A lot of proud followers. I don't know. You, you guys have been in games on here. I mean, the, the tailgates run for a, blocks and blocks and blocks. They're very supportive people, but you know, with all the things that are going on, not only on the, in the athletic area, but with the, with that doctor and some things that are going on, and the president that just have to let go, I think it's, it's there's a little bit of a, a great cloud over that university, and it's too bad because uh, it is a tremendous institution, tremendous, none like it. I can tell you that. As far as my experience goes, USC is a cut above everything else, and besides, because of all these problems and Lynn and. I think it's, it's going to be tough for Clay. He's got to win tonight. I know that. So I mentioned that you were offensive coordinator and called the plays at Utah and BYU and USC. Of course, I left out UCLA, <laughs> and Dan Guerrero just announced he's done at the end of the year. It's just, you know, PK lived down there, and I grew up down there. And, I mean, I know things change, and sometimes your brain gets stuck in the past. But it just seems incredible to me that USC and UCLA could both get this off track at the same time, they have so many built-in advantages. How in the world has this happened? Because as much as Guerrero's retiring, let's face it, football's a mess and basketball's only a little better. Yeah, you're you're absolutely, you're, you're, you're absolutely observing with that. I, I and I, hey, what do I know? I don't have any answer to it. It's just it is sad. I tell you what, I what one of my thoughts are is is that the recruiting. You know that this place. When we were at SC, the whole thought was, "Don't we don't recruit, we evaluate. You know, don't screw up the guys you, you, you decide you're going to offer to because you're going to get them. And whether they're not doing a good job of that or whether they're just not able to keep the players at home, you know, because there's so many people here, right? The, 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 the numbers were, we thought there was one blue chip athlete for every 500,000 population. Well, there's 10 million people just in the L.A. Valley alone, the L.A. area. That's 20 blue-chip kids. UCLA should get 10, USC should get 10, in my mind. And it happened way back when we were going to school. So, for example, there's a, a big Polynesian quarterback out of St. John Bosco. The guy is 6'5", 220. I know him. I've worked with him a little bit. He goes to decides to go to Clemson. I mean, Clemson, South Carolina, a Polynesian guy going there when there's two great schools sitting right here and, and besides all the other Pac-12 schools. So I don't know. I don't know the answer, but I think part of it is, is they better get do a better job of recruiting locally. So is that 
is that an indictment on the state of the programs and it's temporary if you make changes to the coaching staff that things will get better? Well, you hope. You hope. You know, there's always cycles and, and you hope because these two programs, I mean, UCLA is not very good. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, but they, you know, watch them on TV and they just kind of, you, you're just going, what? That's UCLA, you know, and, and uh, it's hard. It's hard. It's, it's hard because of all the recruiting. It's hard because, the, you know, there's, there's the, down here the pressure is because of the media and the amount of people. It's hard. It's really, really hard. But nevertheless, I mean, you, you buy in, right? You signed up, so you better go get it done. Norm Chow joining us here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. So have you got the Utes uh, beating USC tonight? Do you have the Utes winning convincingly tonight? Do you have the Utes absolutely blowing SC off the field? Because it doesn't sound like you're picking SC. No, no. I, I'm all, I, I, you know, I've been gone. I mean, we, my wife and I were back in New York for a bit. What, is there a spread? What is the spread? Have you any idea? It is, uh, the, depending on where you look, the Utes are favored by three and a half or four points. Oh, wow. No, I, I bet they beat them by two touchdowns. I really do. I, I, of course, I would have been my mortgage. Wow. USC would have been, we, I, my mortgage was on USC beating BYU. But, so what do I know? You're asking the wrong guy. But uh, uh, I think I think you'd all get them. I you really told do. me you paid cash for that house. Oh, yeah. You told me you paid cash for that house in Manhattan. (laughs) I don't know anybody that pays cash for a house in Manhattan, but uh, (laughs) no, but it's going to be a good one. It's going to be a good one, uh, but I think Utah get them. Of course, I'm I'm prejudiced. I like Kyle. I I mean, I don't like Utah. I like BYU. I like those Utah schools, and and I I like SC. Two of my kids graduated from there, so... uh, it, it's going to be a good one. It's going to be a good one. The only conflict I got is the Dodgers. Do you think that? <laughs> yeah, they I think are. They've won the sure. Although, I mean, they've they've won they the got everything wrapped up. <laughs> yeah, come on, Norm. Wait for the playoffs. <laughs> playoffs? <laughs> They're just going through the motions now for another 10 days. And they are. They're trying, the trying to find out. They're trying to find their roster. You're right about that. You're right about that. <laughs> Do you, do you think that this can be a tone setter for the Utes, or are we just building this up too much? And you still have eight other contests, so just take if you get the win, just take it, rather than a message to the rest of the conference. Yeah, we were picked to win, and we're going to. No, I think it's a message, man. Because if, oh, other than come other on, than okay. Washington, oh no, other than Washington, right? Look at it. Arizona's not very good. Arizona State hadn't played anybody. Stanford's obviously showing up, showing up, but they're not very good. UCLA, Oregon, and Washington. And I'm not so sure Oregon's for real either. No, I think this is a big step. That's why I said this is a huge game. And then, you know, say what you want. I mean, coaches understand. They get it. And the momentum at 4-0 and and being in the top 10 and beating a a program like USC, uh, no, I think it's a big deal. I really do. but, But, you know, on the other hand, if they don't get it, that's not a big deal because they just regroup and keep going because um, SC will lose again. So I guess the thing I would say is it's not a big deal because I, I've thought for a long time that Utah is going to win this game. I still think they're going to win this game, and I think they're going to win the South. But the goal is to win the Pac-12 because you've won the South now. You got that last year. So the next step is to win the entire Pac-12. And Kyle has lost, uh, youths have lost four times to Washington State in six years, and they didn't play the other two. 
So it's four straight wow. losses over six years. And Kyle, all time against Chris Peterson, is one in six. So wow. to me, if wow. you're going to beat, if you lose to those two teams, you're ten and two, and you go to the title game, you lose there. I mean, it's a good year, but it's kind of like the year you had last year. To well, do sure. the that's, next that's, that's, big thing and take that big step, you got to beat Washington, Washington State. You got to you got to go into that Pac-12 title game thing. And of course, we can win this. This is it. This is our moment. I agree, wholeheartedly. Wholeheartedly, like it's like the Dodgers. You know, there's pressure to win the World Series because they've lost the the, the series two times, two, twice in a row. Of course, but that's what you sign up for. And Kyle gets that. That's what you sign up for. That's what you look for. That's what you shoot for. And I certainly think he's he's put together a team this this go around that can that can compete at that level. There's no question about that. But uh, that's just part of the deal. That's part of the deal. Now, who don't they play? Who doesn't? Who does Utah not Oregon, play? In the, in? They don't. Utah does not play Oregon, and they don't play Stanford. Uh, Stanford's not. Stanford's proven not to be very good. Okay, well that's not a help because they still have to play Washington, Washington State, and and those guys are pretty good now. Those guys are pretty good. Cal. Yeah, they got. Yeah, and Cal's turned out to be okay as well. And, and yeah, Cal's turned right. out to be pretty good as well. Sure. I, I don't know. You know, some of those guys it's a little misleading. You know, you get to two and one or three and one, and you look to who they play, and you mm-hmm. know, you, you yeah. take that. You don't take that very seriously. So, but I, I, I do think, and, and and to put it any other way, it would be a mistake. It is a big game. I think Cal understands that, but they're all big games. This is the game you have to win this week, and. And I think the implications are, are tremendous. And I think they're going to do it. I really do. So when you coached at, at BYU and then you coached at SC, you guys were the top dog. Everybody in the conference was shooting for you, and you know that because you've lived it in coaching. Utah wins tonight, and they win convincingly. I believe that everybody in the Pac-12 has a natural rival, but then I think every one of those eight remaining games, if Utah wins convincingly tonight, becomes a huge game for the opposition because all of a sudden now Utah becomes the standard of the conference this year. How big of a deal is that when you are the top dog and everybody is gunning for you to try to upset you? You're not as you're a pretty observant guy. You're not as, as like people say you are. But no, that's pretty, that that is a great comment to make because because it is harder to play from the top. It really is hard to play from the top. You got to take everybody's best shot Saturday after Saturday. They're gonna come out slugging. They got nothing to lose. It is hard to play from the top, and people don't understand that about BYU and or USC because those years when they're on top, it was hard. Now it's hard getting your guys up every week. You know, it, it, it's easier if I'm playing as the underdog. It really is. You don't need to fire anybody up, right? Hey, come on, guys. Nobody's expecting us to to win this thing. Let's go kick their rear ends. But to play for the top, you're taking everybody's best shot. And but that, again, that's what that, that that's a good position to be in. And I think coaches take a lot of pride in being in that position, but they are. They're going to get by USC, and they're going to take everybody's everybody's best shot the rest of the way. And Kyle and certainly those coaches understand that. You you bit your lip at the start of that answer there, Norm, because I heard it and either you're leaking air or you're about to say, PK, you're not as stupid, and you thought, no, that's too harsh. I'm not going to say that. You actually edited yourself right there, didn't you? You did. Like, you I, said, you're, you're, like I said, you're very observant and you're a very good, <laughs> good guy already. You, 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 you figured it out. That's right. I, I don't know what to say, what word to use. 
<laughs> All right, last thing before we let you go. If you Shoot. thought USC was going to beat BYU, I assume you think that Washington is going to beat BYU. And I assume you think that BYU having to play Utah at Tennessee, USC, Washington, there's probably a cumulative effect there, even though they've won those last two games. Am I on track, assuming what you think? Uh, well, yeah, yeah. I, I, Washington, and they play them at, at home at Washington, right? It's in, it's, no, but, it's in BYU. It's at BYU. It's Provo. Oh, it's, it's at Provo. Oh, yeah, wow. Yeah, went up last year and got smoked in Seattle. Yeah, yeah, and, and then they smoked. I think they smoked, too. They, they beat they beat Hawaii bad last week as well, but that was at home. So yeah. I, I think Washington will get them. I really do. But, but no, nah, I mean, four tough games like that as, as an independent, which we talked about before, if you're going to be of any, uh, you know, have any value you got to play those people i don't think that's tough week after week that, that's that's what utah does every week that's what BYU has to do too but i think washington will get them i really do but who knows who knows like i said i thought sc was going to get them too all right norm we will let you go we appreciate it good luck to you and your dodgers as you tune up for the postseason <laughs> we'll do it and then uh we'll look forward to the night it should be fun all right thank you norm norm chow joining us